I'm Ryan Walters, that other podcast host that you hate the most, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Saturday, December 24th, 2022, 8 a.m. sharp. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlock Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Guten Tag. <laughs> Are you are you podcasting live from Germany this morning? Uh yeah, da. Maybe, I don't know. I, that's the extent of my German, and da might have not even been German. Um, da is yeah, Russian. Well, we'll, 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 well, I'm pretty sure that da is in every language. It's just a different meaning. Gar, dumbass. <laughs> I don't think Daz um, in English, actually, but all right, before before whatever rant you're going to go on, we appreciate the people in the Discord. Second start times in the description below. Thank you at Levi Oki Illustration and Josh. You can return to what you're saying, or you can tell me how you're doing. Hi, Dern. How are you? You know what? I'm doing good, Josh. It's fucking Christmas Eve, pal. I'm not sure we've ever podcasted on Christmas Eve before. I honestly don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess I could, uh, couldn't tell you. I could. But I won't. Come on, Josh. You're not a historian. You don't remember every podcast we've ever done. Some fan you are, dude. Yeah, well. There's always one. You excited for Christmas, Josh? Uh, yeah. Are you, Gar? No, I've been on the naughty list like 10 years in a row, so that's the way she goes. Well, I mean, that's, that's a given, but... I mean, are you still excited to laugh at people who don't get what they want? No, because I mean, well, I mean, I'd be laughing at myself, right? Although I'd like to cold to heat my house and sound too bad this year. Jesus Christ! Cold what? Outside, what? Josh. I, I did. I, I did not hear what you just said. By the way, I said a nice lump of cold to heat my house sounds nice this year. Jesus Christ! It's cold outside. Okay, now I heard you. Yeah, no, um, I'm sure you're going to get what you want. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, how are you, Guard? Do you have any plans for the weekend? Are you are you coming down to the cities? Are you in the cities? Are you uh, going to go to the North Pole and slap that fat guy in the face for not giving you what you want? What What's the plan? Uh, I mean, he's coming to me, right? Regardless, he drops off the coal or the gifts, right? So I don't really need to go up to the North Pole because he very conveniently will come to my house. Um, as of this morning, 8 a.m., 8.02 a.m., I am uh, 8.03 a.m. I am still up in Detroit Lakes. Uh, we've had some pretty rough weather the last couple days, and um, I don't know. I guess I just decided it would be the best to come down today versus the last two days when there's the winter storm warning and the blizzard warnings and the cold weather advisories and all this and that. So it's like, all right, well... I'll just wait till Saturday and hope the you know some of the worst of it is behind us. So I will be right after the podcast. I got a shower, and then you know I hope I get on the road by nine ish. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to my aunt's house. I go to for my dad's side. I, we always do stuff Christmas Eve. Conveniently, there's the Vikings game today, so I don't have to talk to my family. I don't have to pretend to like them. Just sit there and watch the Vikings and shit on my dad for having bad football takes, and then eat some food, and then just go retire home. I'll retire back to my dad's house rather and watch some more uh, Vikings football or not Vikings football, some more NFL football, and then uh, go to my mom's house tomorrow. How about you, pal? What's on the Christmas docket? Well. 
immediately after the podcast, Nikita is going to whip me into shape and have me uh, change into uh, clothes to head down to her parents because we are planning on being there um, uh, this after uh, this morning. Uh, the game plan was this originally be that. Yeah, this after morning podcast. Uh, we are, the game plan had initially been to be there um, like around nine thirty, but with the podcast and you know priorities, uh, we we are going to be leaving a little bit uh, later just uh, so we can get on the road. Um, the roads weren't too good yesterday. Uh, probably not good yet today. I saw the snowdrift that Walters uh, probably staged on his deck, um, but um, snow they got the uh, leaf blower. I was like, all right, fuckers, let's drift this shit. Yep, nope, it's it's pretty much a guarantee. Um but uh yeah, so I figured uh we'd be going down there, open some gifts, let Asher open some gifts, um bring in the dogs with, let them open some gifts. Um Odin's actually pretty solid. He opened up a a, a cake tray uh that had a glass top, didn't even break it, and it was sitting on top of something. It was pretty impressive. Oh um, Yeah, but uh so we're gonna uh we're gonna head on down there. Uh you know, after the pod, and and then we will, um, um, and then we'll probably head back and enjoy some football as well. Right on, man. Well, do you want to get right into the start sit then? Got plenty to talk about today. Yeah. So last week we went four for five, solid week guard. Uh, the only one that we messed up on was the trashy quarterbacks, which I'm fine with because. <laughs> Hopefully we never had to stoop that low. But uh, four out of five with a positive thirty-five point five point differential overall on the season. We are forty-five out of seventy-four with a positive one seventy-three point five three, uh, which is ironically the number that Bradley is probably going to score against me this weekend in the oh, semis. Oh no! Um, but uh, so we're you know it's not like the forty-five out of seventy-four is not the most uh, um, uplifting number, but that differential is pretty pretty solid so you know even if we didn't get the win we probably only lost by like a couple points here and there right 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 this week during the uh you know we we don't have FanDuel FanDuel's dead because Christmas Santa stomped on that Santa and murdered then, FanDuel this week dude um and then um it's and then it found out that Santa also used his other boot to stomp on the uh the narfle uh which is how I pronounce the NA the NR NAR Fantasy Football League's uh, page. Um, the their NRA challenge, Josh? We, Jesus. Who's in your pockets? But uh, that's that's to be determined later. Uh, but their challenge is not going on due to due to Santa's boot as well. So I changed things up a bit. We're going to be sitting at 45 out of 74 for another week. Um, and instead, we're just going to go ahead and go through and we're going to do pod picks on movies that are oh. Christmas themed. Caramel Bear, get ready. Caramel Bear happens and, to be listening live. Wasn't even. Oh, I didn't, even didn't, know about didn't this. plan it this way, but yeah. um, and so you know we may get some uh, feedback from other podcast hosts that do their own little draft thing, and then we'll just have to point out, you know, we had something very similar to this prior to them taking that idea. So um, it's not a draft; <laughs> it's just us picking what we'd rather watch. Yeah, it starts it. Um, start set of movies. It's not no Mountain Rushmore. It's no draft. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and go with Joe Burrow's childhood to start. 
uh, which is just going to be Home Alone or Home Alone 2. Gar, do you have a preference between the two Home Alones? And we're going to say that those are the only two because they technically are because the other ones shouldn't exist. I mean, they're the only two with the National Treasure Macaulay Culkin in them. Um, yeah, I mean, so... Th- my definitely my initial thought is you got to stick with the OG, right? Home alone, just Home Alone, not even Home Alone one, just Home Alone. We got the Wet Bandits, you know, not the Sticky Bandits. Um, I mean, I do love watching. Um, I do love watching Kevin run around New York and all the hijinks he gets into in the toy store and this and that. But I mean, it's really hard to beat the original. You got the Chicago neighborhood, the kids. You know, I mean, he's watching movies, he's doing all the shit he could never do because he's just some little twerp kid. Um, I, I really strongly feel like we have to start the original Home Alone and then sit Home Alone 2 only because you're making me choose between the two. Obviously, Home Alone 1 and 2 are better than a lot of movies you have on this list, but if you're making me start sit between Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, I would like to stick with the OG, Josh, but I would love to hear if you have a different take. Um, well, I, so Dakin and I actually just went through and watched both of them, um, over the past couple weekends, uh, cause it had been years since we had seen them. Um, I do enjoy Home Alone and Home Alone 2, um, kind of equally. It, I didn't put them with, cause they would blow any of the other movies on this list out of the water, in my opinion. Um, and so it's, uh, um, it is a tough decision between these two, but um, Home Alone 2, you know, the bird lady, um, you know, it's it's like, okay, yeah, bird lady's pretty cool. She's sick birds on people, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, Home Alone 1, like you said, it's got, he's getting all the hijinks and everything. He's, uh, th- they're the wet bandits. Um, I, just for the one scene alone where they are just, he's absolutely struggling to get up the icy steps and his feet are going all over the place. Yeah. Uh, both both sets of steps. Um, Got to go with that one. Got to go with the original. Um, the scene, I mean, I do enjoy the bricks off the roof in, uh, in two, where it's just four bricks right after another. That first one would have killed a guy. But, you know, it's... it's um, but the second one... Uh, the second one has its moments a little bit... A um, little bit too much... Um, I think I think that um, the the hotel clerk uh, was a little bit too excessive, uh, so I'm going to go with Home Alone, the original as well. Oh, all right. I'm glad we could come to a consensus here. I'm sure Carmel Bear is absolutely eviscerating us in the chat. But shout out to Home, Home Alone One. Um, it gets start, and Home Alone Two will stay on the bench. Keep that shit. That is very true. Carmel Bear just did point out that one had John Candy, which right, yeah. <laughs> that alone should have gotten it the win. Absolutely. Uh, moving on. Uh, we're going to go to th- the movies with the consistency of CMC this season, um, at least in, in the eyes of m- many. Elf or The Grinch? And we can, you know, if The Grinch, you want to go with the Jim Carrey version, feel free. If you want to go with the classic cartoon, feel free. I mean, I just had to ask. I, guess I feel like we have to be very specific with their, I mean, I'm, maybe we don't, but I feel like it's the Jim Carrey Grinch and then the newest Grinch with like Benedict Cumberbatch and then the old cartoon. Like, there's a lot of Grinches. I think we should be specific on which Grinch we're putting Elf up against. Okay, so I did forget about the uh, the one that most recently came out. So let's just go with Jim Carrey because I feel like that's the, whenever someone says the Grinch, that's when I think of. Yeah, me too, and that that's that fucks me up a little bit. I mean, Elf is really. I mean, they're two different. They're obviously two different movies, very tonally, right? Like at the end of the day, they're both Christmas stories, but the Elf is just like this. God, my heart. I mean, you go first this time, Josh. Actually, I went first last time, but I don't even know if I'll have time to decide. Well, you go first. 
Yeah, they they've got a different tone to it. Um, they're both Christmas movies. They've both got kind of that um, positive vibe, vibe at the end. You know, the Grinch's heart grows, uh, which technically is a disease that could kill him. But um, the elf, you know, he's uh, in search of his father. Hope you find your dad. Um, Bye, buddy. But uh, I mean, I guess. Tech, I mean, I if I'm going just based off of what I've seen the most recently and seen the most often, it's got to be Elf. Uh, both of them are pretty solid movies, which is why they're in the CMC consistency category. Um, but uh, I got to go Elf just because nobody quotes the Grinch as much as uh, people do the Elf movie. So, And I quote Elf quite a bit with, Hope you find your dad. I think I quote the Grinch. I mean, what quotes do you use? I mean, I do love the quotes that Carl Bear put in the chat. I think I quote the Grinch more in my everyday life. So Elf gets benched, unfortunately. I mean, that's that's Carl Bear's start set that doesn't represent the podcast, unfortunately, for Carl Bear. We are, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I do love the, like, what shall I wear? I do love that quote from the Grinch. Um, but I don't get to use it very often because I live alone. Um, so while, while I'm getting ready, not, not many other people can hear me say that. But, um, yeah, I mean... Pfft, I mean, I'm a big, big Will Ferrell fan, and that's not to say I don't enjoy Jim Carrey, but without even sitting here and giving this strong analysis, I think we all know that the tale of the tape, the elf, I mean, maybe the Grinch, because of all the different iterations, is more successful in totality, but elf is just such an absolute classic. It's a modern-day classic. It's a classic like we kind of grew up with, whereas the Grinch was around long before most of us were born, right? So um, I think we have to, at least uh, the Grinch, the character. Um, so I feel like I have to go with Elf as well. Santa! Oh my God! Yeah. So thank you, thank right. you, Farrell, for that treat. Moving on to the next, we've got uh, a couple movies from uh, Tom Brady's high school years. Uh, some of his favorites from high school, according to his yearbook. Uh, both coming out in the 1960s. We've got a Charlie Brown Christmas or a Christmas Story. Gar. So this is, Caramel Bear is not going to like me very much, okay? Caramel Bear is not going to like what I have to say. Um, these are two Christmas movies that I don't really care about. And so, um, whether I know a Christmas story is the age-old classic and Caramel Bear is about to eviscerate me in the chat. I can feel the heat coming from his keyboard uh, through Indiana. Um, but, I mean, Charlie, Bo- uh, Charlie Brown, I mean, obviously, uh, whatever the guy's name is, something Schultz. He's from Minnesota, so I should probably care about that just a little bit more just because the guy's from here, right? Uh, made the Peanuts cartoons. But I don't really care about Charlie Brown Christmas or a Christmas story. So if you feel strongly in a direction i would love for you to represent the pod but i really don't care about either of these two yeah both classics uh charlie brown christmas is gonna be my vote um as far as a christmas story i've probably seen it once in my entire life um, oh, it's not one that no. necessarily yeah i'm pretty sure carmel bear just unfriended me on every sort of social media <laughs> yeah. and banned me from the metaverse absolutely um, absolutely but uh a charlie brown christmas i mean it, if it's got snoopy and it's got charlie it's got me and my attention. So I'm going to go with the Charlie Brown Christmas um, just because, you know, Charles M. Schultz. Um, and so um, that's that's got to be uh, the, the road that I go. Oh, my God, I shot my eye out. Son of a bitch. That's a, that's a great quote from A Christmas Story, but Charlie Brown Christmas will take the day. All right, Josh, next we have George Kittle's movie collection, okay? And uh, is this a, is his Christmas movie collection, to be clear? 
Uh, yeah, these are his only Christmas movies um, on his shelf. Um, <laughs> and so we've got uh, Die Hard or Jingle All the Way. Both of them starring action heroes. Uh, all right. And um, yeah, I mean, so pff, Die Hard, controversial, whether it's a Christmas movie or not. And then we have Jingle All the Way. Um, again, Josh, I don't. I don't. This is not really. A, a, I'd say a fight. I have any sort of stakes in. Um, I would go with Jingle All the Way just because the title is more Christmassy, and I know it's more of a an actually Christmas themed movie, whereas Die Hard just happens to be. You know, it's, Die Hard is more of a coincidence Christmas movie. So, I guess how do you feel about this? I'm leaning Jingle All the Way, but again, without much of a dog in the fight. Yeah, I'm leaning Jingle All the Way as well. Um, if I'm you know, I, I pulled these the, these movies randomly off of a list of Christmas movies, uh, which is why we don't see um, some of the the all time classics like uh, you know Rudolph or fucking um, Frosty the Snowman, dude. Frosty or yeah or Jack Frost or I don't even know. There's so many. I was just gonna have a Hallmark category and put like a hundred different movies on there that all have the same exact theme, same exact looking people, same exact storyline. Uh, but I didn't want to do that to us, so um, I'm gonna go jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger God is in it. The Burger Meister Meister Burger. That one uh, stop. What is it? It's not claymation. It's stop motion. That one's a classic. Um, all right, Josh, we've got our final category here for the start sit jingle all the way takes that last category. Um, we have the boom or we have the bus, Josh. So the last three Christmas movies we have here, um, we have a Muppets Christmas, we have bad Santa, and we have a nightmare before Christmas. Um, some people can argue about whether that's a Halloween movie or not, or whether that's a Christmas movie. Josh, how do you feel here? Uh, yeah, so as as he said, these are the boomer busts. These are ones that you know kind of appeal to a certain uh, certain group of people. But Muppets being more of a you know family uh, Muppet movie. Um, we've got Bad Santa, which is more of a comedy adult Christmas theme. Um, and then Nightmare Before Christmas, like you said, is 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 tech. It's got Christmas in the title, but it's technically kind of more of like that Halloween uh, type phrase. I'm going to go with Muppets. Muppets is one of those classics growing up. Got to go with that one. Um, just because, um, you know, they're just a bunch of Muppets and puppets, and they're getting into shenanigans. So it's... it's uh, um, so it's it, that's going to take my vote. Um, you know, they got some moments, and, and, and so that's, that's going to... Yeah. Walters, I do love the participation in the chat between Walters and Carmel this morning. We just have, I mean, again, we didn't even tell Carmel Bear we were doing movies instead. I didn't even know we were doing movies until like 7.50, so um, I do appreciate you guys blowing up the chat, though. And Walters, your wife is going to hate you regardless, not just for the fact that you are... Uh, not here to please the people but josh i think uh, you know i think uh, let's see if this sounder's any good quality i haven't had a chance to preview it but let's see if this sounder uh will represent how i feel because we don't have a controversy here at the end what do you want what are you doing god damn it oh okay that sounder was not as long as i thought it was but that was from bad santa um if you're gonna make me choose between the three i like bad santa of course it's more of an anti you know it's an anti-hero film um but you know who doesn't love a good little kind of a heist movie and also this like little kid getting taken advantage of by this older man um it's a bit of a different theme um if we're trying to go for family friendly i understand what you're saying with the muppets christmas but if you're gonna make me choose between these three i think i like bad santa a lot more um so i don't know we, we're kind of at an impasse here what do we do pal well, in the spirit of Christmas, I think that we should just, uh, you know, do what is right and say that I'm correct. 
Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, I guess I never really expected it to be a um, pick that we agree we can agree on in all of them. It just happened to turn out that way um, for most of them. And so if we wanted to go a separate route on this one, that's completely fine. Um, I just know that I'd probably seen a Muppets Christmas and Bad Santa once or twice in my entire life um and and they both have their moments but i when i think of a muppet's christmas i also remember all of their other movies um and and just being a fan of them growing up so that's kind of where my nostalgia kicks in <laughs> all right uh we can move on from the start set i do want to mention one of my all-time favorite characters from any christmas movie ever i've already I think i've already mentioned his name but the the burger meister meister burger that's i think that's one of the most hilarious names in movies ever and it happens to be from a christmas movie so and also shout out to the island of misfit toys um wouldn't be much of a christmas without some misfits out there so i know that's from rudolph but i just want to shout out those kind of honorable mentions for me josh you've already mentioned it the fan duel is dead this week um all the games are played on saturday i tried to fix the fan duel so it would be open on saturday i changed the setting on wednesday i think it was um wednesday or thursday i changed the setting and it is now saturday morning and absolutely nothing has changed so there's nothing i can do about it we might have some saturday games next week i don't know um because it says the set that the, the settings only change on tuesdays at 7 a.m so uh, we'll see what happens next tuesday but the fan duel is dead this week i tried to but at least it's equal for everyone i guess but that's the way she goes moving on to some sleeper over under contest josh you said you retired but i figured we need to fill the content hole just slightly um so i like Mahomes over 60 and a half rushing yards he's gone over that the majority of the season for sure even if he hasn't the last week or two and then i do love gino um staying in the same game i do love gino going over 266.6 rushing and passing yards combined um they're playing kansas city in theory the game script should be gino needs to do a lot whether it's on the legs or on his legs or through the air so I like Gino hitting the over on his yardage. Not that the Seahawks are going to win, but just that the, they'll be playing from behind. Um, I know Walters. I know there's not much I can do about it. So, um, but sleeper over under. And Josh, you've retired yet again. Do you want to speak to your retirement for any reason? Or, well, I just think that uh, it should be noted that I stink at uh, over under. Um, but I, I have not retired from the daily draft. I know that the payouts on that is kind of bogus for the dollar that you spend for if you're just doing the basic one. But, um, you know, last week, I, I think I entered in six contests and I won in three of them. Um, and wow. so uh, this this week I entered in three. And, and so I'm, I'm just going to keep sit, sticking to that and seeing if I can't, you know, dink and dunk and nickel and dime my way back up to a couple G's. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, we will move on here then to the weekly preview. We could definitely stretch out some content in here because it is the playoffs, um, and it is a big deal for our fantasy or for our fantasy league. So, um, Josh, we have. Uh, we'll just we'll just go we'll get right into the playoff matchups here. We've got Nikita. First, the cup of tea playing at running up the hill. And there's a good chance you don't have ESPN open yet, so I can just sit here and vamp for a second. But we can definitely take a minute or two to sit here and go through the players and the matchups. There's only, you know, two meaningful matchups left, and there's only, you know, one next week. So we can take a couple minutes here, especially since we didn't talk about FanDuel. But I've probably vamped enough. You're probably much closer to getting um, the FanDuel up. But as you alluded to, I believe on our Tuesday night show, currently Eric um, running up that hill, Mr. Eric Samansky, is projected to 
beat your wife by a good 30 points, maybe 35 points. So how does Nikita feel? Of course, you know, Lamar Jackson's still out. Kirk Cousins put up huge numbers last week, unlikely to happen again this week. Um, of course, Eric has Tyreek Hill. That's his kind of namesake player. Um, so how's Nikita feeling? Does she feel the doom and gloom? Does she feel like there's hope? Because obviously neither of them have had a player go yet, so there's still 540 minutes of player time for crazy shit to happen. But how is Nikita feeling? And then we'll go ahead and go through a couple players here. Uh, she is pessimistic, um, but she's been that way for quite some time. After I mean, she doesn't have her top three, top two picks. Um, she lost Cooper Cup a while back, and and now Lamar Jackson isn't playing. So you know, I tell her, you know, the fact that you made it this far is pretty impressive because losing your first round pick with Cooper Cup um, early on, and then still managing to win games and end up in the semis is pretty impressive. I'll take. I mean, just kind of goes says goes to show that she has she's got that skill when it comes to finding players, picking players, and setting lineups. Um, that being said. Eric's team is is one of those ones where when you looked at preseason, you're probably just like, huh, yeah, I guess I could see this going 500. And now that we're looking at it, we're like, huh, yeah, I guess I could see this going undefeated. Um, and so it's like, okay, buddy, ease up on this. Um, and so that we're just going to say, um, you know, Eric's got kind of the advantage in most positions. I would say there might be one or two where um, I'd prefer one of um, Nikita's players. But um, yeah, did you want to go through any of those players? I mean, it's just, I mean, so Eric's weakest player, I'd say for sure, is James Conner. Um, just looking at looking up and down the lineup here. He's got Brady, Jacobs, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, T.G. Hawkinson, um, Chris Godwin in the flex in the Browns defense. And then Nikita, yeah, she just doesn't have, I mean, she just doesn't have that name power, of course. I mean, we already talked about Cousins. Aaron Jones has been hit or miss at points this season. Tony Pollard's really been a bright, shining star, uh, but they're playing Philly this week. Who knows kind of how that game script could go? Do they pound the rock a lot? Does Pollard get a lot of catches? Who, who can really say? Um, T. Higgins um, playing New England. I'm not excited about that. George Pickens and Pat Firemuth. Pat Firemuth did literally nothing last week. Adam Thielen. So I don't know. I know I just kind of listed off all the players without going too deep into any of the matchups, but... I mean, yeah, Josh Jacobs and Tyreek Hill should really carry this for um, Eric, and so I think that could be, you know, I, I think pff, it's possible that Eric has three or four players that beats Nikita's entire starting lineup, and that's not to say anything about Nikita's lineup necessarily, but that's because these players on, you know, Eric's lineup are so powerful. They have that kind of power to put up, you know, you know, 30 to 40 each, depending on how big of a day they have. Yeah, Jamar Chase is still wide receiver 11 in PPR um, after missing four games. So it's like, okay. Um, so it's, yeah, he's got that star power with Jacobs, Chase, and Hill. Um, you know, Nikita's got a, a solid set of running backs. I mean, Aaron Jones, he may not have been up to, um, you know, expectations at times, um, but he still is RB9 on the season in our, in our league. Um, and Pollard is RB seven, so she's got two top ten running backs on her squad, which is which is great considering you know her first two picks were not running backs. Um, so you know those two have probably been uh, keeping her alive for the most part. So they're going to have to have solid games. Obviously, they get a little bit tougher matchups, um, or Pollard does at least. Jones has um, Miami, um, but yeah. So I I do think that Eric definitely has that uh, star power and the and the um, matchup. Um, favorable matchup all right so to put in our official pick here do you like your wife or do you like eric i love my wife um <laughs> and I, I mean i do i love my wife but um as far as fantasy football wise goes i gotta go with eric i'm sorry nikita 
All right, I will also take Eric, but let the record show that um, Carmel Bear in the chat says my money is on Nikita. So, Nikita, you're not you're not alone. You do have a bear of Carmel in your corner. Let's move on, Josh, to your matchup. We have what will they do next? Bradley Knup, the sixth seed, playing Pack Lives Matter, the nineteen and nine second seed out of from Josh Mitchell. We've talked about it a lot. Bradley is carried by Patrick Mahomes and the gang. He's got Mahomes, McKinnon, who has been a rocket the last couple weeks. Travis Kelsey as well, and then Harrison Bucker, probably not as splashy of a kicker. He's probably, I believe, he's not the kicker one, but um, he's so, kicker twenty-seven. Yeah, okay, so Bradley just has him on there to be funny, probably. And then you, Josh, you have the these starlight, the fantasy starlight of the second half of the season, and Justin Fields leading your squad here. Travis Etienne already put you up a nice fourteen points. The Jaguars' defense, surprising probably some people, put you up nineteen points. Of course, Zach Wilson does stink, but. Um, currently, the projection is Bradley's projected 125.9, so we'll just call it 126. And after that defensive performance from the Jaguars, you got you gained a nice 13 points. So you're currently projected to beat Bradley by uh, by six. Um, 133 or no what is that um, 7 what, no it's 7 um, 133 oh, guess, yeah, to 126. 126 yep so you're currently projected to beat Bradley a lot of football yet to play but I mean do you how do you feel about that strong performance by your defense and do you think you can overcome Bradley's chief dominance here and Jalen Waddle has been pretty good too well yeah the defense was a nice little surprise considering that I, I plucked them in at around 710 on uh on Thursday, on Thursday night yeah because uh, I had the Eagles and the Eagles are going up against uh Dallas this week and and so I was like eh, I don't know Dallas has been kind of hot on offense so um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, sit this one out I'll put it in Jacksonville because I, I did see that uh, Zach Wilson was starting when they put Streveler in I was just like son of a because he started to run all over. I thought he was going to put up some points, but uh, thankfully he did not, and they turned the ball over again, um, and, and Jacksonville managed to hold him to just three. Uh, so, yeah, the 19 points, it's the most um, most that they've had in a while, or they've had you know some good games in the past, but I was happy to have, have that plugged in. That being said, New Orleans is probably going to put up uh, like 35 against me because that's just fantasy. Um, Overall, yeah, um, Patrick Mahomes, Jarek McKinnon, and Travis Kelsey going up against that 31st-ranked defense in Seattle does not make my 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 feelings um, giddy. Um, I'm I'm expecting a solid 40 out of all three of them, um, and so it, you know, with those three putting up 40, that's his 120. He could probably bench the rest of his players, and I honestly suggest you use your commissioner powers to make that a reality. Um, <laughs> Just bench but, his players. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we already talked about Kamara um, not having the most uh, successful weeks recently, but he he's due for a big game. Um, he's in Cleveland where the weather is a little bit more uh, spotty and it's going to be a little bit more of a run game. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'm not too not too sure my team is going to live up to that projection if i'm lucky um neither will his um and and you know maybe patrick mahomes and Jarek mckinnon and travis kelsey are benched in the second quarter because they're already up by 45 but um if that is the case then it's likely because they did a really good job right 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 um all right josh go ahead and put your official pick here then it sounds like you're you're leaning bradley already but who do you like do you like bradley or do you like yourself I mean, I love myself, but I'm going to go with Bradley in the matchup just because of his uh, Jarek McKinnon's um, upswing recently. Um, Ramondre Stevenson is still kind of a little banged up um, on my end. And then Devonta Adams has Derek Carr throwing the rock blindly up in the air um, to not Devonta Adams. 
Um, so yeah, I got to go with Bradley just because of if, if they were playing a solid defense, if the Chiefs were playing a solid defense, I might lean the other way, but uh, nope. Yeah, I will go Bradley as well. So we're both in agreement. We both have Eric and Bradley making the championship, which is unfortunate for the Mitchell household, but you guys can fight for third next week. And there's still a lot of football left. I'm not saying anything here is a foregone conclusion. It's just how we feel in the moment before most games have been played. And Josh, I don't know if you know this, but we've been wrong a lot about a lot of stuff over the five years of the podcast. So anything can happen. Yep. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of pulling out for you know maybe Eric's team gets uh, food poisoning, and <laughs> and Nikita wins, and then I I pull out a win because Bradley um, hit the devil's lettuce a little too hard and decided to bench everybody, um, and enough. and then it's a Mitchell household championship game. That would be beautiful as well. Um, I would love to see that. Um, but all right, Josh. So you don't want to talk about your personal? I know we're, we're at already over time, but you don't want to talk about your personal playoffs yet left or anything. I know you said oh, we you're just only did. one league. Oh, I, sp- I suppose you did. Uh, sorry, that was not. I was not. That was not a jab. I that was a genuine mistake. Um, I don't need to go through all my matchups. Just the biggest or the biggest thing. I have a question on you, on Josh. Is so in my final flex spot here, and I'm in the BSB league, one of the cheaper leagues I'm in. Um, right now I have Brian Robinson. Just kind of that's who I played last week in the flex. But they're playing at San Francisco, the best defense in the league by a mile. And so I'm wondering, do I bench Ryan Robinson for someone like this? And I'm curious on your input. Okay, I've got Chuba Hub. Probably not, but they're playing Detroit. I have Demarcus Robinson, who is currently the number one receiver in Baltimore. We have Cortland Sutton, who has missed a couple weeks with a hamstring, but he should be back on Sunday. Um, or we have Pat Fryermuth, who did absolutely nothing last week, but has a couple good games this year. Do any of those guys outrank Brian Robinson for you, or no? Um, I might, ha- I might lean more towards, um, the, um, oh gosh, Chuba Hubert actually, just cause they are going up against Detroit. That matchup is a little bit, uh, juicy for him. So that's, you know, that's where I would personally lean, but, uh, you, you did say that you weren't necessarily, um, a fan of that idea either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what I should do. Um, it's kind of disgusting honestly but i've i mean i'm gonna get beat by mecca no matter what so i mean if anything i would have to throw in some sort of hail mary type player i don't know i might just leave brian robinson in we'll see but i was just curious if you had any thoughts on that um i mean but that's it i'm playing i'm luckily playing in a a couple games i'm playing against the bronx bombers i'm playing against my horn can pierce the sky uh i'm playing against jamar got that ship and then i'm in the championship for bradley's guillotine league as well it's a two-week ship against two other people but i feel blessed to be there um anything else you want to say josh any any storylines you're excited for this slate of football we have in front of us or you just want to get the hell out of here pal I want to get out because Nikita did say to keep it to 20, 25 minutes this week. We've already got uh, 35 minutes under our belt. So, <laughs> You're a bad um, listener. I apologize. I apologize to my wife, and I am going to go ahead and um, uh, bid my adieu to you, sir, and wish you a Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you as well, Josh. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to everyone on Tuesday. Good luck to everyone in their playoff matchups, and bye. Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. I'm not going to play that whole song and get us copyrighted. Happy Toyota-thon, Carmel. (laughs) 
gosh. Go ahead and give me somewhere between five and fifteen words, whatever number you're feeling right. You know, just so, just so you know, you know, we can get you honed in here. Do they have to be words? Okay. You know, what? we'll take it. <laughs> 